This week's episode is presented by Elite Pool Tile Cleaning. If you are a fan of the podcast, you would remember a couple of episodes ago, I had Darren on to discuss the facilitation of the wildfire relief that we did for the campfire in Butte County. Uh, Darren was uh, essential in getting the trucks facilitated and the volunteers going, and and uh, I had the pleasure to ride up with him and uh, deliver the goods up to uh, Chico for those in need. But now he's actually joining forces with the Radvertising Army. Army, and Darren is the owner of Elite Pool Tile Cleaning. And if you are not aware of what he does, most people don't call Elite Pool Tile Cleaning because they don't even know that the service is available. Despite their 13 years of experience in the greater Sacramento area, once you're booked, Elite cleans the tile using environmentally safe glass beads at a low air pressure. The calcium buildup is destroyed, leaving the tile surface undamaged and beautiful again. And when Elite Pool Tile Cleaning is done, you're good to swim in your beautifully clean pool right away. At the average cost of $5 per foot, it's a lot less less expensive than replacing your tile, something too many pool owners have felt forced to do. So head over to ElitePoolTileCleaning.com, and while there, check out the amazing before and after pics. Then get your appointment for a free estimate scheduled online or by calling 916-714-POOL. That's 916-714-POOL. Now is the time to get your pool swim weather ready. Just a few hours this winter will make it beautiful for years to come. ElitePoolTileCleaning.com. That's ElitePoolTileCleaning.com. And also brought to you by... Tech2U. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads. They'll even recycle electronics. Visit www.tech2u.com. Tech2U.com. That's tech, the number two, U.com. Or call 888-340-8324. That's 888-340-8324 for Tech2U. The Rad Welcome to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I'm producer Brandon from the Rad Radio Show, and I have some very special guests with me today. Um, but to give a little bit of a backstory, um, we actually had in the Rad Studios a couple of years ago um, an opportunity for people to send in photos of themselves, and we would post them up all, all around the studios. One was the wall of cute, which was behind Dawn, and everybody sent pictures of their cute dogs, goats, or or cows. Oh my. And we would, she would post them up there and, and it was all cute and everything. But then our more freaky listeners would send in nudes of themselves. And it kind of became this whole thing where we had this wall of hoo-hoos or vaginas behind Rob in the main studio. And then we had the wall of fucking, which was in the, the producer studio or the wall of blanking. And we eventually had, got, had to get rid of those because we had family members coming into the studio, business partners, lawyers, and even our cleaners who were actually family members like the 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 leader of the company was the father and then his his children would come in and clean the building with him and we had these naked photos all over the place and after about a, a few months that we had them in here we had actually uh decided that we'd take them down but uh with that backstory i actually have somebody that was featured on the wall of hoo-hoos or i think it was either the wall of hoo-hoos or the wall of blanking i don't really remember but couldn't see Might your faces. Have been both, we, we, you couldn't see the them. faces, but <laughs> it could have been both. But <laughs> it was the it was a uh, it was a photo of somebody being fisted, 
And I don't know, is is the fisty or the fister here? The fister? Okay, got it. So let me just introduce to you, this, this, is, this is obviously going to be a very not safe for work episode uh, because we have some friends of ours who happen to be in a, uh, a very sexual lifestyle that we'll dive a little bit deeper into, but um, Mr. and Mrs. Horny are here, uh, a.k.a. Rick and Shannon. Thank you for being here on the podcast. This is actually, I think we would call it the the Pervcast. Pervcast. I like it. <laughs> that works. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being here. I know that you guys have been fans and listeners of the show for quite some time now. Um, in fact, Rick, you've been listening since how long? I have been listening since uh, I moved to Sacramento in March of 99. And I've been listening since they came in uh, May of 99. Wow. That's like, that's coming up on our 20th anniversary here too. Old ass. You are an old man. Yeah. And you know, you know where I was in the May of 99? I don't want to know. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, just about to be in eighth grade. (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah. Can we cuss on this thing? Yes. Yes. Feel free. Because I got a really bad mouth. Good. Well, that's what I hear. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, oh, no. 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 <laughs> no. Not a really bad she, mouth. She's the bad mouth? Foul mouth, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, so the reason why I wanted to have you guys on here was kind of, um, you're friends of ours, and I really enjoy your company, so that's a plus. But at the same time, uh, we have uh, often talked about open relationships and the swinging lifestyle and and various machinations of that. Um Haley and I, my wife and I, have been very open about our um, adventures in in opening up our marriage and everything. Um, but I feel like you guys have some more knowledge that you could bring to the table that might help people, especially those that have, are trying to like dip their toes into it, that are new to it. Um, I get a lot of questions a lot about, well, where do we look? Where do we find people to uh, experience these things with? So um, maybe just give a little bit of background of... Uh, when you guys met and um, how this lifestyle came to be, is that kind of like how you guys met? No. Um, yeah, let's let's just start from the beginning. So uh, we actually met online um, back before there was any, as far as I know, any swinging sites. There was no Match.com. There was nothing. We met on a social networking site. Mm-hmm. So before Facebook was around. So MySpace? Uh, no, it was before that. So it was actually, it was a, it was a website called SocialNet. Oh, okay. And it, uh, I believe they eventually became match.com. Wow. Um, but it was, it was just for kind of networking with people and I was new to the area and so I didn't know anybody and you know, I was being set up with people from friends at work and all this. And so I went out and I was looking through profiles and I saw hers and sounded good. She Said we, were, about, we were actually just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, she said she was looking for some adult time, <laughs> which which I meant, which I read as I'm looking to get laid. That's what that sounds like I, to me. I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. And it was because in my ad, I did say I was tired of Barbie time. I needed some adult time. <laughs> totally not meaning yeah, I did. needed to get laid. Yeah. Probably really did. Just the subtle hints. Subconsciously, yes. I'm sure there was so, some there that. So we, so we communicated, um, over email and on the phone and for about a month. And then we met for a first date and we actually went to the state fair on our first date. The California, California state, state fair. State fair. Oh, wow. And back when um, it was still good. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. And I totally blew an opportunity to give her a first kiss. Lucky opportunity. Yeah. Mm. 
And, um, and <laughs> however. so, uh, yes, however, so, cause I did tell her that I didn't kiss on a first date. Oh, okay. What and, a gentleman. And so when we went back to our vehicles, cause we had met, we had met at a restaurant close by and, um, she like leaned in to try and kiss me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I, I don't, I told you I don't do that, but I let her. Um, and that, and, I was so aggressive, but we just, and from there it, um, I actually moved away. I moved out of the state about three weeks later and we kept in contact. I thought it was over at that point and, but it wasn't. And we were married, uh, 10 months later. Wow. Yeah. And we did not, we, we were apart for almost all of those 10 months. And it was one of those things where I would, she would travel where I was. I'd travel down here. We spent maybe two months together out of the whole time. And you just, so you just kept it going through it was, that commuter relationship. I just, I just knew, um, it's when you know, you know, and I knew. And so eventually I moved back to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And so, cause that's where she was. Her daughter was in school here and had, you know, her, uh, her life here. And so that was, that was how it needed to be if we were going to be together. And, and we were old. We didn't want to yeah. play games. No. Yeah. It's like, we, we <laughs> knew it's like, eh, yeah. And, but, but the lifestyle had nothing to do with us meeting nor getting married or anything. We were actually married for 12 years, 11, 11 12 years. years. Wow. Yes, before, before we ever even went to a party, did anything. Um, we talked about it off and on. Sure. Um, which, you know, I've, and I've heard you say on yours, the number one thing is communicate. Yeah. And that was, that was what we did for almost two years. And it was off and on. We'd talk about it, go away for a couple months. We'd talk about it. And finally, we just decided, hey, let's go to a party. Nice. And we, we created profiles on a couple of sites, communicated with a few people, and decided, let's just go meet people. And if we have a good time, and then great. If not, we just go on with life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. So how long have you guys been married now today? Today? Well... <laughs> This year, will this be year will be 19 years. Wow. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Yep. Right so, on. And I, you know, and I've, I've heard people talk about how if, if you're in this lifestyle, there's something wrong with you or something wrong with your relationship mm. or something. And it is the furthest thing from the truth. There are people who are in it who are trying to fix something and it will do nothing for that. It's, but the people that we know who have, the best time in the lifestyle also have the best marriages. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed, especially knowing, having, having been around with you guys and, and meeting a lot of the couples that you um, hang out with at your parties, which we'll get to, I don't know, we won't give too many details. We're not going to get too explicit here, <laughs> but I do want to bring up some of the stuff that, that happens at your house, especially sure. like with the rules and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, but it, it, what it seems to us and what's kind of uh, taken Haley and I away from a lot of the party scenes is that a lot of the guys in particular seem to be really aggressive about kind of just getting with other women and mm -hmm. the women tend to be go, go along with it. But what I've noticed at your guys's parties, it's not that way. It, it's actually very respectful and everybody knows their limits and no means no is, yes. is one of the most important things. Right. I get to see any bartering happen at your party. <laughs> <laughs> No. Which is a common thread. <laughs> and and another thing is like it, it almost seems like um, at parties there there's there's always kind of like a pressure. And what you guys what you just said there about, you know, if something happens, great. If nothing happens, great. It's mm -hmm. it's it's not it's that no expectations. If you set up too many expectations, you're you're bound to be disappointed. Right. Um that is and true. 
I'm, I'm surprised that you guys waited so long to get into the lifestyle. But I think that that's, that's also as equally as great because you had that bonding before that. And, you know, and I was, uh, you know, cause we've, we've talked about our sex, our sex lives before we even met. Mm-hmm. And I had much more of a wild sex life mm. and hers was, was not so pretty boring. <laughs> so when, so when it came to it, you know, we just, we discussed like the possibilities and I will tell you fantasy play came into that a lot in not necessarily convincing her that, Oh yeah, we need to do this, but Oh, this could actually be kind of hot mm-hmm. and get her interested in me because I was always open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, like I've had a girlfriend or two in the past where, you know, we, we did things like that, not lifestyle, but you know, we might have a threesome mm-hmm. or something like that, or talk about, you know, like maybe, a with another couple, but for her, she, number one was she had to be comfortable in, in even going around those kind of, those kind of events. Mm-hmm. And I almost said those people, but it's, <laughs> it, it almost has a negative connotation right? because it, and it's not. And you know, we, there was, there was one place, actually, it's the place where we met you, where we went to parties at this one specific spot for, I want to say about three years, mm-hmm. the last two years that we went to parties and we went almost weekly, we played maybe twice mm. because we enjoyed the environment so much and being able to go and hang out and just do whatever you want. And sometimes you might watch other people mm-hmm. or you might participate or we might just go have a couple of drinks and hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. And, Socialize, yeah. But it's the the openness that you feel around those kind of people. You don't really have to watch what you say. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you can walk up to somebody and say, damn, your wife's got great tits <laughs> and you're not going to get punched in the face. You know, and that's so there's. There's, there's something to just being around people in the lifestyle mm-hmm. that makes you uh, just enjoy it. I, I think that's one thing that, that Haley and I both enjoy the most is I think the openness uh, of everyone and just the, the all-around good vibes that you get from, from the people in the lifestyle. It's an accepting uh, environment. Yeah. Everybody seems to be accepting of others. And it's obviously an acquired taste. So those that are all together in that environment all have kind of the same things in mind. Right. But it's not necessarily in a sense of, you know, pressure. Okay, we all have to hook up and, and that has no, to be part of the experience. You, you might have 10 couples and you're not going to have a 10 couple orgy. Right. It's not because you're finding two couples that get along really well is hard enough sometimes mm-hmm. without finding a big group. So, but you'll, and, and as you've seen at the parties, you, you, you notice like couples will go in and they talk because they find common ground, mm-hmm. either what they want um, in the bedroom or just what they have in common outside the bedroom. And, you know, I remember when we wrote our first profile, one of the lines that we put in there was, if nothing else, maybe we make friends for life. And because we had no idea what to expect, Yeah, we didn't know, but we figured, you know, we will probably meet some really cool people. Mm -hmm. And we've, and we've done that. We've, we, we know people that we met at our very first party, which was, I think eight years ago this mm-hmm. June, 2012, and then be seven years. Seven years, yeah, it was 2012. That's woman math. <laughs> 2012 is when our first party. Was. And, and so, but so, and, and we're still friends now. That's and, really cool. Yeah, and and I will tell you, so this one couple, we've never played with them, mm. and we've known them for we've known them for almost seven years, and they're just <laughs> almost eight years. Yeah, almost eight years, <laughs> and they're great, but they're great people. Yeah, you guys would love them. Yeah, you might have met them. I think we have met them. Um, 
That's... <laughs> he was motioning big boobs. She has huge tits. What girls at your parties don't? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> but, <you> know, Seriously. <laughs> we, we keep plastic surgeons in business. <laughs> so when so what kind of advice do you have for new couples that, that tend to be... That either have an established marriage or are just getting together and are wanting to dabble their dip their toes into the into the whole pool Do, where where would somebody now find find couples or people like us um, to fraternize with so I'll tell you there was a website that I that I first did at what I call research for lifestyle which is uh, I believe it's called swinger or swingersforum.com okay it is a great resource because you can go out there and you can create a profile. You don't have to tell anybody who you are. And Did they have, to pay for it? Um, no. Okay. It's, a, it's just a completely free forum. And you can go out and you can ask any question of anybody that you want. They have a, they have a newbie section. Okay. And you can go out and read questions that other people have asked. Or you can go out there and present it how, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're interested in. And there is, as, as different people as there are out in just the regular world, there's that many different people in the lifestyle who are looking for completely different things and, you know, everything from, you know, just maybe flirting and watching to hardcore, every kind of dirty porn you can look up, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it is all out there and what, whatever you're looking for, you can find. And then the other thing would be make sure that you talk to each other and you are on the same page mm -hmm. and you set your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing we actually, um, Mrs. Brandon and I actually just did that this this weekend. We had to do kind of a, a whole check-in because I think going back to what you were saying about the, the, the fantasy and, and making sure that everybody's both comfortable, sometimes living in the fantasy is better than going out and seeking out expectations because, again, you set your expectations too high, then you're, you're more likely to be disappointed. Um, but I think there's a level of being in the fantasy and then sometimes obsessing about the fantasy. And there are times where I'm like pretty excited about like, oh, let's go find somebody. Let's, you know, let's have some fun. And, and then Haley has to be like, well, let's check yourself. Let's, you know, make sure we're, we're doing this right. And we're both on the same page and we're both into it. Um, and I, I feel like for, for some people it can be a little, um, easy to just kind of get jumpy and, and want to jump at that opportunity. So I, I, I want to stress that the, the communication is the most important part. Um, but also you might find that if you, when you go to find uh, the, that you try to act out these fantasies, that it's not really for you. Um, like there have been some encounters between um, Haley and I, where it was it like things went south, where we were kind of duped into situations. And one in particular, I don't know if you mind me, me sharing the, the first one. Yeah. Ugh. You don't mind me awful. sharing it, right? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't mind you sharing it. Okay. Um, so we met somebody through a, a lifestyle website, and um, because I'm bisexual, we kind of have a more acquired taste, and um, we usually look for single guys. Um, but in this particular case, we had uh, stumbled upon a profile with a guy said that he was bisexual, and we thought, oh, okay, let's try this out. And we were we were kind of first still dipping our toes into the lifestyle and, and meeting people. And this was the first couple that we were actually going to, to meet officially through the, through the website. Um, and different from what you guys did where you waited some time before you dabbled into it. Um, Haley and I kind of went, uh, balls deep, um, <laughs> for lack of a better term, um, right at the beginning because she had some friends already 
in the lifestyle that kind of uh, exposed us to um, separate parties and more personal pr- private parties that weren't um, to- totally geared towards messing around and, and, and playing, but it was more um, just gathering and having fun. And so that, that kind of catapulted us into the lifestyle a little bit quicker in the beginning, and we kind of bonded over it um, in that sense. So when we met this couple... We went over to their, we went over and met them at a, at a bar and we had a really great time, um, had some drinks. And then we went back to their house to play some pool and had some more drinks. And it almost seemed like they were putting us in a position so that I would be pushed aside so that they could have their way with, with her. They did have their way. And they ultimately <laughs> did. And it ultimately led to the wife literally holding me down and the man saying, hold her down while I finish. Oh, no. That's, that's so wrong. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, it was not, not, not right. the way it and should it, be. No. And we got to the point where I just laid there. I was like, all right. Uh, I'm just going to let this yeah, just, finish because it wasn't worth just be done. I went to a complete dead lay spot and I went, this is awful. And I was so uncomfortable. I didn't really know how to react. I was trying to get involved and, but I was just so kind of turned off by the whole thing. And, and we just let it play. It didn't last very long at all um, until we ended up leaving. Uh, but that was our first kind of real experience meeting somebody through a website and, and going over to their house and doing the whole thing. And it just kind of left the sour taste in our mouths. Um, but well, and then on the way out, the guy tries to kiss me and say, "If nothing else, you should call us." Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was like, no, no, <laughs> never again. So yeah, because I had such a good time. Why oh, not? Yeah, yeah let's you do it again. You had to read a room. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, that that was actually our first big lesson in communication and making sure that we were both on the same page and we were much better equipped for uh, following encounters. And we, we ended up making it more where we were in control. In fact, you know, we had some really good luck meeting people through sites like Craigslist and back when they still had the casual encounter section. Shame. They dropped that. It, It is a shame. There was some nasty things that were going on there, but it's the internet. Nasty things happen everywhere. Um, but it is unfortunate because we actually had more better, more better. You said more better. We had a lot. <laughs> I'm never gonna let you live it down. <laughs> we had a lot better uh, experiences, and we've met a lot of people um, that ended up becoming friends through that 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 site. That uh, it's a shame that that's gone now. But now, with with without having to pay for sites to make sure that you have um, access to people that are that are more serious. Um, meeting people naturally has kind of been where we go to now. And I think that we've had the most luck when we just don't necessarily have that goal in mind where we say, hey, let's post another ad and, and let's see if we get any bites and let's refresh that ad and see if we can get some more bites. And it's just like kind of this constant chase for something that might not even live up to the hype um, that the the more natural experience like we we met somebody at an event up uh up at a at a, at a I can't even say the actual event but you can't <laughs> no but <laughs> it was it was a lot like a gathering where there was a lot of people and we we, we ate had, some food we had some food <laughs> there was some drinks, drinks there and, was some music playing in the background <laughs> it was some sort of festival type of setting and uh, yeah it was it turned out to be really well and we we had a uh, we're still friends with that person today even though we don't mess around with them anymore well you know? I mean we just haven't. Yeah. It's not like it's off the board. It's just, it's not, it was never our like priority. He wasn't yeah. like a boyfriend. Like 
And it's the same with him. He doesn't bug us like, hey, uh, you guys, are we, are we fucking this weekend? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I think if... Uh, I think that there's something important to to separate than just like having the occasional threesome versus like the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What would you define the lifestyle as versus just having an occasional fling? Wow, go ahead. Oh God, how, how do you define is is there how do I anything the different? Lifestyle? I would say the lifestyle is well because it's something that I guess you would not necessarily that you would choose to do because you're choosing to have a fling or to be in the lifestyle. I think the lifestyle is more a, I guess like a permanent situation. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So you're not, you're not just like, Hey, yeah, she's cute. You know, you pick her up at the bar and take her home and do what you will. And say, yeah, that's, that's See not ya. the lifestyle. Right. And that's not the lifestyle to me. The lifestyle I mean, we've made great friends in the lifestyle, so there's a big social aspect to it for me. Okay. And then you also have, I mean, talk about friends with benefits. <laughs> Got some really good benefits. So I guess you would say the difference is really the there's the people that want to experiment and have a threesome, and then there's the people that have accepted that they like having threesomes on the regular. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I would think, are. as opposed to just a fling yeah. or a one-night stand kind of thing. Right. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's, right. I've, I've known people who, who've had threesomes in their relationships. They wouldn't even know what the lifestyle is. Right. If, right. You, brought, if you brought it up to them. Right. Because it, it really is almost a society of people that are um, pretty like-minded. Mm-hmm. And and it, even does, it doesn't even have to be on a regular basis. You know, you don't... You, just because you don't go out and have sex with different people every week doesn't mean you're not in the lifestyle. You know, we've gone in, in these seven years, we've gone months without, you know, doing anything with anybody or even getting together with people, Mm -hmm. but we treat them as friends. We keep in contact, we'll text them, whatever. And not every conversation is of a sexual nature, (laughs) which I know, you know, we, we had somebody, somebody actually say that they thought when they walked into a lifestyle party, that there would just be people fucking everywhere. Yeah. That was, that was literally my first impression when we were going to go to a party and I thought, oh my God, there's going to be people just fucking everywhere and I'm going to walk in the door. Somebody's going to be jumping on, you know, and it was, it was a scary thing. And we talked about it for two years before we even went to a party. And I was just like, oh, I was, I was petrified. Yeah. We, we almost didn't, didn't make it Yeah, to the first party. <laughs> we sure. almost didn't we, make it. We sat in the parking lot and cause we got, we got there a little early and we sat in the parking lot. And we're like, do you want to do this? Do we not do it? And it, it was just Let's just go do it. We can leave in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, we can leave whenever we want to. Because we knew that that it was about us. And it was about us exploring and having a good time. And we've always had the deal between us. When one of us is done, both of us are done. There's not going to be any, okay, well, you don't want to do it anymore, so I'll go out and you know I'll, I'll make a single male profile or any of this. Or same thing for her. Mm-hmm. It's when, when this is over, we just move on to the next chapter of life, whatever it is. Nice. I respect that. I really do. And I think that if if people knew more about, uh, hear this story, they might feel a little more reassured that it's okay to to explore this, but it's okay not to, obviously. Because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people's first impressions of the lifestyle, if it's not just going into a room and everybody's just fucking everywhere, that they see this like kind of like eyes wide shut secret society <laughs> where everybody's wearing masks. <laughs> Which I'm sure there's certain, you know, kinkster parties where they like to have oh, yeah. that type of oh, thing yeah. going on. Um, but when we go over to your guys' house for parties, we 
we haven't played at the parties, but we mm-hmm. know that we're welcome to because you have such, you guys make it so comfortable. And it's not, you walk into one of your, your guys' house parties and it's just people hanging out and having mm-hmm. a good time and, and making friends, if not already friends. Um, but one thing that I've always noticed that stood out is the page long <laughs> set of rules that you have hanging on your walls. Can you basically describe what, what you have and what, what's written on those rules? So we, so we actually stole that from a um from a lifestyle club oh, okay <laughs> they they had uh, it was awesome it was it was online and they had you know at our at our parties here are the rules and so we took it and we adapted it to house parties mm. and so it is basically just a set of guidelines as to how we expect you to behave how we expect you to present yourself and if you break those rules then um and we have we've had people who um are not invited back because right. they've either uh, been too aggressive mm. or they've acted like jackasses and we don't have that. So it's unacceptable. And if somebody, and what we want is for every one of our guests to feel comfortable enough that if something happens, they can come and tell us and they know it will be handled. Nice. And so the rules go from everything to, you know, to make sure you throw your condoms away <laughs> to, to, you know, the very, you know, which is sad that that has to even you know, be on the rules. When you find them on the stairs and the next morning, it's, <laughs> it's like, just it's not cool. Gross. I'm sorry. And, you know, I, I think, cool. and we even changed them, uh, in the, after a while to, the very first one was, if you're a squirter, please let the oh. host know so we can have extra towels for you. <laughs> That's my favorite rule. Because, yes. yeah. because you know, sometimes you just get into it and you just need to, you just need to mop up your mess. It's okay. We do. My favorite, my favorite of the rules, I think is the last rule. Don't be creepy. Yeah. Don't be creepy. <laughs> That's a great rule. And that's and, and that should be the first one. <laughs> and some and people we can't help it. Right. Well, and we typically we do not allow single guys at our parties. Um just typically because we have They're creepy. That's a pretty and, standard rule. Well, and they yes. they yeah. can be creepy because at one of the clubs we used to go to, there was a single guy that used to just come there and would watch, which okay, that's fine, but you know, he'd sit there and watch and jack off over you. And it's like, and okay, no. Really and it's like, and he'd be you're really close. Invited. It's like, no, you're creepy. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, that was a rule we had. To, don't be creepy. Yeah. I like Just that don't rule. Be and yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, and, and we, we try to keep our finger on the pulse of our guests. And if we had a bunch of couples who said, you know, we've, you know, we'd really like to find a single guy or two and have that kind of party, then we would arrange that kind of a party and invite the people who we know aren't comfortable in that situation. Right. Mm. And, you know, we're not going to have a bondage party with people who don't <laughs> like to be flogged. Right. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, we, we, we try to cater to everybody. Um, and as long as everybody knows when you walk through that door, it's a safe place and nothing has to happen right. that you don't want to happen. Right. It's all valuable information. And, you know, I mean, and we, no you know, we, we have, we have a no doors, a no closed doors rule. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just grab somebody and go in because, you know, sometimes things happen. I mean, we've we've seen parties where people are pass out drunk. Oh yeah. And nobody's gonna be taking a pass out drunk girl mm-hmm. and taking one of my rooms and mm-hmm. screwing her. It's not gonna happen. So, you know, we we and I will tell you, we rarely, over all the parties we've had and hosted, we rarely play because we are constantly socializing, going around, making sure everything's good with everybody. You're hosting. Yeah, yeah. the referees. We are hosting. <laughs> and, and we may, at the end of the night, 
have a couple or two that stays after everybody else is gone. And mm-hmm. then, okay, if we don't have to host now, we can get naked. Um, you know, my, if, if I posted video from my ring doorbell, um, <laughs> uh, of our guests leaving at two o'clock in the morning and me butt ass naked. Uh, um, he's, he's been out on the doorstep naked more oh, yeah. times than, you know. Is that why you got kicked out of your neighborhood? I'm, I'm, I'm really hot by that point. You know, you just got to, sometimes you just got to cool off. And Our let neighbors it, are going to be swing. so glad when we leave. Yeah. I was gonna say, you're not going to have any neighbors where you're going now, right? Um, uh, we do. But like yeah, but far oh, enough yeah. out. Yeah. They won't We're, be able to hear the screams. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a basement. We no, a they basement. won't. <laughs> basement or dungeon? Eh, you know, a work in progress. Depends <laughs> on the weekend. It can be, it can be both. Yeah. You know, we can have, we have a room. It has no windows and a locking door. Excellent. Okay. Oh, that's true. The blackout room. Yeah. All right. So that, that is the unfortunate thing. We're not going to give too many details about yeah. where you're going, why you're going, and all of that. But it, it is going to be sad because you guys are leaving the the, the Sacramento area uh, to bigger and better places. Not much longer either. No, you by, guys, by have, the end of the month. you've definitely oh. earned it. Um, better place than California here. Um, Far. So is this is this going to continue? Are you guys going to find like a new group of friends out there? And are you, you going to continue the lifestyle out there? Yes. <laughs> Short answer. Um, yeah. Well, we have we because we've been traveling. Yeah, um, a few times a year, and um, we've met a couple, a couple of couples. One one couple in particular that we've um, clicked, and uh, they have the same interests, and uh, they've got a circle of friends. So we may. We may we want we want to be a destination, ah, a yeah. destination place. So, oh. we, 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 do so have, we do have a great party house. Yeah, um, yeah. there and um, and I will say so. This this couple that we met and this is one reason why I'm really sad that Craigslist went away with their things because we met them on Craigslist. Oh, okay. Um, because there's not a lot of advertised lifestyle in that area, mm. and we we went out with them one night just for drinks and um, to kind of get to know each other. And on our way home that night, we were both like, these are going to be our best friends when we meet up. We just, we just absolutely, we clicked with them. We, and, and when we've gone up there, we've gone out with them and they're just, they're really super fun fun people, but we've already, we want to have, um, we want to have parties that, yeah, that people come from out of the area to come to. That's great. It's, we, we enjoy hosting them. And I, yeah, I want to be that destination that, and, and we're never going to turn it into a business. No. Mm. We do know some people that they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we just enjoy the company and enjoy people having that place where they can go and have a great time. And the next day we know that they're sitting there going, that was awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> oh well, I know that, I know that Mrs. Brandon and I will be making some tricks, trips out there just because we want to, yeah. want to see you guys, but yeah. we'll we, we do one of these parties unfold. We, we do, we do have this, um, outbuilding that would be big enough to, Oh, I don't know. Say host a studio. Ooh, <laughs> if oh. y'all just get kind of tired of California oh. and want to, you know, be somewhere else and, broadcast from there okay so, just saying that's it's, a good yeah. idea all right i'll run that by the boss the, rent, the rent is cheap <laughs> free because right. you know but yeah, yeah it's we that is we we are going to miss our friends here so much yeah and you guys and the and the people that we've met not only in the lifestyle but you know that's not our only circle of friends sure but we we <laughs> yes, really we really hope that people get the hell out of california come see us mm-hmm. because once they do they're gonna be like wow 
I can I can live here and and have this wonderful clean air life and mm-hmm. just um, affordable housing. We're, we're, affordable uh, housing. We're trying to head in the same direction, yeah. basically. We're we're eyeing Wyoming and we want to buy a little plot of land in Hawaii and nice. uh, just a little one, just somewhere that I can build a little tiny getaway. A little half, half million dollar plot of no, land in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> they they're, they range anywhere from the Big Island to Kauai, anywhere from about six thousand dollars to oh, nice. yeah, in upwards of you know fifty million. It just depends. <laughs> There's a lot of fresh waterfront property on the yeah. Big Island. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, there you're, is. You're gonna need a raise if you want the fifty million. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, there's, but there's actually quite, and I don't necessarily want to live waterfront just because tsunamis and things like that really do happen. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind living a little further up in the hill. Um, but yeah, there's actually a lot of like actual new land where it's been volcanic at right. some point, and there's just not much they can do with it. So I figure just buy it now. In you know thirty forty years, who knows? Well, keep, keep dreaming. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> we were we were laughing. There's you know I I joke about you guys broadcasting from up there, but we already have the house picked out for Rob. Oh. You know, we we know we, really? we we know that Rob has you know finer tastes in life. Yeah, and so within I'd say maybe a quarter mile, half mile from our house, there's this beautiful eleven thousand square foot house that's on the market right now, and. You wouldn't believe it's so. Amazing. If you if you put that house in California, it's multi multi mm-hmm. multi millions of dollars. This house is one point seven million dollars. Wow! And now it's a little outside my budget, but <laughs> it is it somebody, is a wow some, house. Somebody with you know Rob's um, Rob's bank account, he could he could just walk right in, pay some cash, and and it just has an and, indoor basketball court, and he could walk to work. It has an indoor bas- wow. basketball court. It has an indoor basketball court. You know, court. Rob doesn't play basketball, right? He could turn He's that way into, too short. There's a studio, <laughs> studio spot right there. I mean, uh, yeah. Sounds amazing. It's, it's Me incredible. calling Rob short. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. What, what, what do we take away from this, from this lesson here today, Mrs. Um, Brandon? That we're not alone. We aren't alone. And I, I feel yeah. like, I feel like the lifestyle... You know, I asked what the definition of a lifestyle is, the lifestyle is, and we're not too far off of the actual word itself. It's just, it's just the way we live. Our lifestyle is just a little variation of their lifestyle. Yeah. And I think that people who claim to be in agriculture could say I'm in the ag lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know, but when referring to the lifestyle in this case, it's because it's better than saying, oh, I like to have sex with multiple people or, you know. It's it's a little bit of a smoother nickname. And, and we don't, and you know, what we have versus what other people, we do not have an open marriage at all. Right. We we are a closed couple and that's how we play. We play as a couple, period. Right. Uh, yeah. too. You know, Same she here. doesn't, I don't, I don't wander off. She doesn't wander off. And the people that have an open life, uh, an open relationship, more power to you. Mm-hmm. It's what they've decided is right for them. And that for me is the message is. Figure out what part of it is right for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We actually talked about that this weekend, mm-hmm. um, just because sometimes it's easier for him to find somebody alone than it is to find somebody who's willing to play with both of us or somebody who's also single looking to play for like with both. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm not really into women and I don't necessarily need them involved. And most of the time when you get somebody like us, a couple like us, it's the same situation where the chick is she doesn't want to play with other girls. She's only interested in the guys too. So it's, um, 
it's almost like the like the gender swap of the bisexual girl and the straight guy. It's the same thing. It's the bisexual guy and the straight girl. So or the cis girl. I'm a cis girl. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it, we talked about it. We talked about that and we just kind of went. It just sounds like more responsibility. It sounds like somebody's going to try and get feelings wrapped up in something. And it's just a mess we're not interested in right now. So if it's because we just spend a lot of time together a lot. Yeah. And I I brought up the idea. Well, you know, we do spend a lot of time together. If you want if you feel like you want to you know, venture out and and meet other guys, like I I don't I I don't know if you guys share the same fantasy there, Rick. I don't know if you share the same fantasy, but I, I do enjoy watching her be pleased by another man Mm -hmm. it's it's just fun to watch because she's kind of my favorite porn star so you know to see oh oh, yes the the live in action stuff my literal porn star (laughs) but it's not like i like to be cuckolded you know there's i think there's a difference between like the hot wife stag vixen type of Mm -hmm. lifestyle versus the getting the bull to dominate your wife while you're sitting in a corner yes. crying and, and jacking off Ni- in your tears. And neither of us are into that <laughs> no. kind of person. Yeah, I know. Right. She, she would like walk away in a heartbeat if somebody tried to treat her like that. Yeah. Same here. Same oh, I would yeah. be like, get out of my fucking house. We've, and no, you can't have your pants back. Several times. You, yeah. You can be hot as fuck, mm-hmm. but if you've got that dickhead yeah. attitude, sorry, I, yeah, it whatever. Just it's it like, just doesn't no, work. Sorry. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, and my I, vagina will dry up real quick. I, I love, and especially because, and you know, we we don't typically do a lot of threesomes. We um, are around couples more, and but oh yeah, I love, I love to watch. Mm-hmm. I love to watch her. I love, and she hates this part. Every time that we would go to a club or something, and if we played with somebody on the way home, I'm like asking her. So, like, what what was fun? What did you enjoy? And she's oh. like, you were there. You saw it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I want to hear. I how, did, hear you. how did you feel? Like, how did, I like, want to hear you good. tell me. Yeah. You tell me. It's I'm with good. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we just go home and fuck like crazy. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Oh, awesome. my God. And the, I think that's the after the, fucking is, oh, yeah. is epic. The best part about the experiences is, like, the, what is it called? The reclaiming? Yeah. What it, Resenting. We call Resenting. it resenting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cause there's a, there, there's so much science behind, you know, like sperm competition and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, all that stuff where it's supposed to make you like more of a fucking viral bull and wanted to get your woman back, which there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's some truth to that, but that's not necessarily how I feel, but it feels like that yeah. sometimes where I'm just like, I need this. Back. Some of the yeah. best sex we have is after they've left in the morning, right. we're like, we can't wait for them to leave or something. And we're like, let's fuck. There was one, one late morning when we sent somebody away. The door closed, and we didn't get two steps away from the door. We were on the floor. <laughs> awesome. This is true. This is yeah. true. This happened. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It was amazing. So I'm glad we're not alone in, in, in that. Um, and, I, and I hope that people listening to this will take away at least a little bit of a lesson, if not a boner. Yeah. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> About to wait a little bit to stand up. He's going to walk out with his hand nope. in his pocket. <laughs> oh, go out and have fun, fuckers. Yeah. Well, this is definitely not the end of our of our time together, um, but it is the end of the podcast, unfortunately. Podcast, um, podcast. Thank you. Perfcast. That's right. Perfcast. Perfcast. That's right. Um, and originally, we were supposed to record this in your hot tub, which yes. you know, I don't know if we should bring a lot of electronic I was equipment say electronics, into a nice uh, steamy hot tub. hot tub. Imagine when they found us. <laughs> Uh, but I think we're going to have to make a date for that hot tub for sure before Definitely. you guys leave. 
Uh, thanks for being a guest, Rick and Shannon. Thank of you course, for thank us. you, Mrs. Brandon. Thank you. Namaste, bitches. The rad. 